If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. And uh, mission specialist, as you know, because I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure the trip gets accomplished. Uh, today uh, we we are I'm I'm, I'm so excited uh, to, uh, to to uh, welcome uh, Benjamin Swatez. Benjamin has been one of uh, one of my great new friends over the last uh, couple of years, and you know the story of the COVID coin. Uh, the on the face of it is misery and suffering in so many ways, but on the tail side of that same coin is um, the relationships that we've created with people literally from around the world because of our need to be adaptable as people. Um, also joining us today is uh, Dr. Rob Gressel. He's an emergency medicine physician from Columbus, Ohio, and um, uh, the, the uh, uh, originator, founder of the Base Camp uh, Recovery Center, where uh, I, I had the opportunity recently to attend a um, uh, an event with uh, Benjamin and uh, and Rob. Uh, it was absolutely amazing. Benjamin, welcome, and Rob, thanks for coming today. Uh, welcome to the show. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Brian, for having us. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Great to great to see you again. Yeah, you know, and and uh, you know, for our for our devoted listeners, we do record these on uh, on Zoom, so we're looking at each other. And uh, I see uh, I see in Rob's office, he's got a birthday balloon, and uh, uh, Benjamin's uh, he's he looks uh, pretty cozy. I'm I'm wearing the uh, the uh, the 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 shirt I painted in uh, when uh, when I was doing some work at uh, at Rob's clinic, and um, it was. Uh, well, let me let me just ask you this. Uh, I'll, I'll turn it over to. to the two of you how did this how did this event get started how did it uh wh- where was uh, yeah how did how did it get going ben you want me to start or how you want to do this yeah why don't you go for it rob all right so um i'll, I'll just introduce myself my name is uh rob gressel i'm uh as brian mentioned i'm a, I'm, I'm emergency medicine trained um i'm the founder and ceo of uh, base camp recovery center I was an emergency medicine physician for 10 years um, and witnessed the fallout of the opioid epidemic uh, front and center uh, and um, and wanted to do more. Um, and because of my experience, I, I joined forces with like-minded people um, and we began to tackle a problem locally and, and hope to do it on a larger scale. Um, Basecamp has been a huge success and uh, it's been amazing to watch people uh, get better when they're offered the proper treatment for the brain disease of addiction. Um, one of our uh, you know, values and principles at Basecamp is that we, we are open to arts and sciences, that we know that we don't know everything in this space. And we, we try to adhere to evidence-based principles, but we're, we're, we're very open to new ideas here. And um, we have uh, the Reed Foundation come in on Thursdays and do music uh, therapy with our patients. They do, uh, they do some, uh, to put on a music show. Uh, they also do some teaching, uh, how to play guitar, play drums. They let them kind of experiment with some of those things. People get up and sing. Um, and, and it's been really therapeutic for our patients. Um, the, um, the Reed Foundation had an idea to bring, uh, the good, the goodness tour, which is, which is Ben's organization, in for an intensive event, 10 days. And, you know, we originally were, were thinking this is kind of a wacky idea, but we'll, we'll kind of entertain it. It doesn't fit with the, the science and all the stuff that we go, uh, go by in terms of, of measurements and outcomes and all those, all those, you know, uh, science and medical based principles and, you know, you know, that, that hard, hard evidence type stuff. And, um, and so, um, Ben was in town for another event and he stopped by and, and, and met with us and uh, he and Luke uh, and uh, immediately upon uh, meeting Ben, like I, I just knew there was a connection that we, there was something bigger going on here. And um, it, I don't really have a way to explain it with words. It's just that when you, sometimes when you meet people, 
you know, sometimes it, you know, the, your uh, thoughts and ideas are, are kind of uh, shelved uh, by kind of that underlying connection that you have, that human connection uh, with somebody. And so we began to talk about what this event might look like. And we were able to come up with a uh, something where um, we were able to do the art therapy and do all that therapeutic feel-good stuff and have some measurements and metrics behind it and some science behind it. So we actually forged a path forward. We were able to, 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 to do both. And we're still on sort of the data collecting phase, uh, on, you know, post uh, 10 day intensive event, which was amazing. It turned out amazing um, and really helped a lot of people and opened uh, a lot of hearts. Um, but uh, we're still collecting data on the back end in terms of how effective was this? Was this just a 10 day feel good event or does it have long term sustainability? And, and does it, is it life changing? Uh, and so it's a, this has been a great, uh, you know, great event just in and of itself, but also from an experimental nature of how can this affect future treatment uh, here at base camp and at other uh, treatment facilities. Ben, I'll let you, I'll let you take it over from here. Well, that was uh, very well said. And uh, it has been a true honor to be able to collaborate uh, with a visionary. And uh, I think you described it very well, Rob, uh, when we've talked about being a, a creative problem solver. And what I really find to be um, just an incredible red thread through all of this is maybe the, the personality traits to forge new roads, to create uh, new pathways. Like often when we're kids, many dream of being explorers and, and it's quite possible that every square foot or square meter on this planet has been touched by a human foot. <laughs> But there's so much about psychology and the well-being of the human psyche and the human heart that can still be explored. And in journeying to some of the darkest places on this planet, sharing the power of creativity and the reminder that we have the power of choice and really exploring to find out if it's true that people do have the power to choose their perception regardless of their external surroundings. And so I needed to go into the, the, the darkest places of the Congolese jungle and, uh, and places where children were forced to be soldiers and, and find out if, if, it's, if that's just a statement of the new age spirituality that is uh, for the privileged or really genuinely do we have the power to choose our own perception and how creativity can be a safe platform and outlet this range of play, if you will. Yeah. So the range of play being expanded by exercising the imagination. And therefore when we have the PTSD flashbacks or when the trauma starts like narrowing our vision and it feels like we're in a tunnel that in the expansion through different forms of creativity and expression, then it can open up our possibilities of finding solutions in our everyday problems. And so after going into war zones and working in these different locations that on the outside are very extreme adverse regions of the world, start really realizing how it's incomparable. There's no reason to say this adversity or this trauma is more intense or severe than that one. And then looking at our own country, looking at how there is this epidemic happening in our own country and based on how the perception and the human mind interprets experiences, the trauma can be just as severe as, you know, going through, running through a burning village with people that have fallen and deceased on the ground. With that said, to be able to uh, be awakened to this amazing movement that Rob has uh, initiated with incredible colleagues and very inspiring individuals that care about humanity uh, to figure out how we could bridge that together, like uh, harmonize the left and right side of the brain and be able to see how these different tools really are working for the same common goal of the betterment of and the quality of life. Wow. Well, you know what? Uh, 
some of the best feedback I've ever gotten um, uh, on my show is, um, Brian, you need to shut up and let your guests talk more. And uh, it, that's a really hard thing for me to do. But t- today I'm, 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 I'm feeling good about um, rolling with that. <laughs> that makes um, me a little nervous, Brian, but I'll, but I'll, ro- but I'll roll with it too. Well, Rob, Rob you mentioned, you, you know, you mentioned we got about two minutes to break, but uh, you mentioned hard evidence. And um, you also mentioned um, uh, it, it's something of an intuitive sense that um that you have, uh, you know, in, in meeting uh, people like Benjamin and Luke that, uh, oh, my God, I, you know, uh, I, I had the, some, something similar to that because we reconnect, we connected a couple of years ago and we reconnected late this summer and they told me we're going to be in Columbus. And I said, guys, if you're going to be in Columbus, I'm going to be in Columbus. And so that was uh, that was the reason I decided to make the trip, just because I'd met these guys and talked to them um, on on Zoom calls. And said, I, I, I just have to be there. I have to be part of this. And there's an, an intuition. There's a sense of knowing that I think um, many of us experience. And I'm always excited about meeting people that put science to that, that are able to say, well, we, we have this hypothesis about something that, uh, that we, we believe or even beyond believing. We just know that in our hearts. We understand that to be true. Uh, the science is what what really puts wheels on the car to make things uh, to make things um, to make things roll to make things work, uh, and so that that's something the measurement, the metrics, the um, the data collection that's that's an important aspect of this. Uh, but it's almost like two wings of a bird, because uh, you know without the inspiration. Um, there, there isn't uh, the, the desire to, to create the science. And um, uh, so, you know, just bragging about how I shut up and listen. Uh, now now I'm, we're ready to go to, go to break. So uh, we will be back uh, with um, uh, Rob Gressel and uh, Benjamin Suarez uh, talking about the, um, the goodness tour and the, uh, the, the work that is being done Um to deal with the the epidemic, uh, not the pandemic, but the uh, the epidemic of addiction in in America. Uh, stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of sixty seconds. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because, you know, I... It's your parade. I just help make sure you're in it. Connect with me on LinkedIn, and uh, if you uh, if you do connect with me on LinkedIn, you'll 
you maybe understand the, uh, the, the parade analogy, because uh, in the background behind my picture is the picture of the parade in uh, 1969 after the Apollo astronauts returned. And uh, when I say I don't fly the rockets, I just help make sure the mission gets done. Uh, there was a lot of people that really uh, helped make sure that mission got done. And there was something beyond the mission there that um, I think of as the purpose. The mission was to put a man on the moon and return him safely to the earth to, uh, uh, by the end of this decade. And the purpose of that mission was to unite the country in solving a problem because we don't do these things because they're easy. We do them because they're hard, because they bring out the best in us. And that's why we do the, the difficult things. So uh, tribute there to John Kennedy, uh, 1962 at Rice University, I, uh, a favorite, uh, favorite speech of mine. It, it's just this little detail that there's more time that has passed since that speech then passed between the Wright brothers' flight at Kitty Hawk and that speech. Um, a little perspective on time. And uh, so today I've got, uh, uh, as, as my guests on the show, uh, uh, Rob Gressel and Benjamin Suarez. Rob is, uh, is a, 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 the leader of um, uh, the Base Camp Recovery Center in uh, Columbus, Ohio. Benjamin's with the goodness tour and uh does the um uh, the, the artwork with the goodness tour uh rob before the break we were talking about um the uh, the idea of um the measurement and metrics and science and data collection and i wanted to go back to that and have you uh share a little bit more about the uh th those ideas so you know i think you know what i'd like to do is go back to kind of where where we began thinking in terms of, you know, trauma healing uh, in general from, you know, here at Base Camp Recovery Center. We opened in uh, August of 2020 and, and quickly after opening, we, we were uh, taking people through the process of detox and, and getting them into individual and group counseling and, and doing case management and getting their, you know, their, their basic needs met and et cetera, et cetera. And we began to quickly realize that there was, uh, a fair amount of underlying trauma in these folks' lives. Either they had adverse childhood events uh, that had affected them. Uh, it, they had significant trauma before they used. And if they didn't have significant trauma before they used, they certainly uh, had a significant trauma after use. Um, our patients were coming that, were, that, were, that had been trafficked and been living on the streets, uh, living in dumpsters, you know. Uh, I mean, it was some really horrific stories that we heard coming in the door. And so we built out a, a, a mental health uh, side of treatment to serve as an adjunct or as a ancillary service to our SUD or substance use disorder treatment uh, matrix or portfolio or programming that we had already established. And we, most of what we were doing was based off cognitive behavior therapy. And around that same time, I had read a book called The Body Keeps a Score. Um, it's written by Bessel uh, van der Kolk. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, but he, he um, has a, a, a book that he wrote that, and a methodology that really talks about how uh, previous ideas of cognitive behavior therapy, meaning you talk it out, you talk out things that happen and that's how you resolve them. For trauma, that has not been very effective. Mm -hmm. And when they compare uh, outcomes, so talking about science, outcomes of things like trauma-informed yoga or trauma-informed massage therapy or mm -hmm. art therapy or music therapy or you know, doing role play where you role play some of the traumatic experiences that happened in your childhood or in your life, those outcomes on the other side were much better than using cognitive behavior therapy where you just kind of sit on a couch and talk it out. Mm -hmm. And so we began to start to incorporate some of that stuff in, in what we do day to day at base camp. So when, when, when Ben came along, it was a perfect setup in terms of my, I had had the open mind of just the idea um, kind of brewing behind. 
I don't think we have a, you know, a, a model yet, uh, but, I, but I'm really pleased that we're kind of starting that model and working with uh, Ches, Ches Levy, Dr. Ches Levy, uh, who came with uh, Ben and Luke, um, doing some pre-testing and post-testing. I mean, we saw folks that had, you know, extremely high numbers on the depression scale have, you know, very minor, very low uh, scores after the 10 days. And we're going to measure those out uh, throughout the year, but I'm going to, I'm going to turn this over to Ben because I want him to kind of share what his methodology is and how he sort of incorporates uh, what they do. Um, it's pretty impressive uh, how he's able to have people open up and it, and he really, it's not just a, Hey, do this heart therapy. I mean, he really digs in with these folks and he's like, you know, step-by-step step with them talking through it. So uh, Ben, I'll let you describe. Yeah. Well, thank for that. That was, uh, that was really informative and really, really powerful because uh, bridging those worlds is, is so essential. Like you initially had uh, introduced this segments. Um, so what comes to mind when I'm listening is uh, how a lot of my life had come from uh, the maybe the opposite uh, side of the same coin being that uh, there was a, a day in the Andes of Peru where I was doing some body work on a really, really powerful, very incredible medicine elder of the Andes named Don Manuel Portugal. And he's kind of like a grandfather figure. I really enjoyed taking walks and, uh, you know, enjoying uh, learning about different ceremony and such like this of uh, ancient cultures. And as I was doing body work on him, because he was uh, had fourth stage uh, cancer, um, he said, well, thank you very much for helping ease the physical pain. And it is, it is very helpful, but if I don't get to the root of why I my spirit allowed this cancer to come and start eating away at my flesh and learn the lesson that this cancer is actually bringing to me, then I'm not ever really going to heal it. So regardless of whatever like band-aids that we put on the outside, that we're actually not going to get to the core root of how something took hold and grew in uh, the detriment to our own physical well-being and our psychological well-being. <coughs> excuse me so with that said it really opened up the ideas within me of all right how do we really explore the weight that we've carried on our heart caves for a long time how do we open up to uh, the different energy blocks that we have like stored in our muscles and our muscle memory. And, you know, you look at like a basic knot in your shoulder that's like stemming from like severe, like psychological stress or work or whatever that we, we carry with us. And so it's not too far fetched to actually uh, see and believe and to feel that we carry things in our bodies, like the body keeps the score that book uh, for long periods of time. And so what was really inspiring in Rob's story when he shared with me, one of the reasons why he left the emergency room was because if I'm understanding this correctly, that there were so many people coming in and out and then coming back in again. And Rob was doing a phenomenal job with his colleagues to stop the immediate problem of dying of an overdose. But what is stopping that from continuing in the repetition of this? Uh, how, how is there, um, where is there an opportunity for people to actually uh, beat the problem at the source, solve the problem at the source? And so in using the imagination, and paving a new path, creating base camp just was a, a revolutionary uh, movement that is absolutely essential and that I absolutely hope to see all around this world as like a, as this blueprint of what's possible to really get to the heart of the issue, the trauma that is triggering these decisions to be like self-destructive. 
And so to be able to add just a little bit to this incredible work that's already been going on long before we got there, long after we leave, and uh, it's really an honor to be able to come in with not just like, hey, let's make art, like you said, there's like structure in it and is creating that safe platform to invite the curiosity of people to emerge to reignite that flame of creativity that often is oppressed, but never extinguished. And in doing so, it's not just about the tool of art. It's about human connection. It's about really opening up this, uh, this lifeline where we can be human together, that we've all experienced rough times. Everybody has their story. And this is an avenue that is a very positive form of release and translating that trauma into something that's non-destructive. So if somebody's painting something just incredibly dark and heavy and somebody's like, well, why are the paintings dark? I say, well, that is absolutely a success. That's amazing because whatever it is that needs to come out, if it's coming out on that paper, it's not hitting the streets. And that is an amazing outlet, one of so many, whether it's dance, theater, music, visual arts, and so forth. And so when we talk about like a structure, then really it is uh, about first, let's close our eyes or let's put a blindfold on if you're comfortable and let's just scribble. Let's let the subconscious release and channel out whatever wants to come out. And then when you open your eyes, the first thing that your imagination sees, grab it, take it and help the rest of the world see what you see. And then that totally releases the stigma of I'm not a professional artist. I don't have any creativity. I can't express myself. And then once we get past that stigma, then we say, okay, let's look at Miro that would close his eyes and use his like subconscious to express and the, the development of surrealism that now goes for millions and millions of dollars. Or Picasso, you know, that is, uh, you know, painting an eye up there and a nose way over there and an ear up in the forehead, you know, and, and that is his expression. Frida Carlo painting of the nails that are nailed into her flesh because of the pain of her accident and the psychological and the physical difficulties that she battles and she found a way to express herself with power and with, with uh, a sense of uh, developing the empowerment for women in her day and age. So there's so many different ways to express. There's no right or wrong. And that's the number one thing is that we're not going to judge. We're not going to say that's good. That's bad. This is pure expression. If you feel something, it's a success. And then it just goes on from there, like multiple different exercises where we're painting, you know, uh, our own uh, auto reflejo, our, our own self-portrait. And then on one side, actually turning that into a skull and shifting that narrative that that skull means death. And it's a, a negative trigger that throws PTSD back into our, into our brains. You know, we, we can be like, well, look at the Dio de los Muertos. Look at the opportunities that we use symbolism to transform the triggers into something that is empowering because we chose what that significance is. We're not victims of our external surroundings. And when you're in that creative power and that energy, then you're no longer a victim because you're creating from within. Love it. Fantastic. Love it. We're going oh, to go to a quick break. We'll be back uh, with uh, Rob Gressel and Benjamin Suarez here on Bravehearts Radio. Stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. 
Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. And, uh, you know, in the third segment, I always say something nice about the National Day Calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com, uh, where the uh, the idea is celebrate every day. And uh, those of you who uh, ha- who have known me or have been on Zoom calls with me probably see this celebrate uh, every day uh, t-shirt. That's my business wardrobe these days. So uh, I just got uh, confirmation from Marlo that uh, next August 31st, uh, we're going to be doing the Celebration Nation event in Las Vegas. We expect uh, 2,000 people to attend. So uh, stay tuned for more information about Celebration Nation in Las Vegas, a live event uh, in uh, August of uh, 2022. And uh uh, today, my my guests uh, Benjamin Suarez and and Rob Gressel uh, from um, uh, the uh, Goodness Tour and Base Camp Recovery Center in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I'm just going to turn it back to you, Rob. You you have some uh, you, you have some amazing things uh, about data collection, metrics, personality traits, uh, top, talking things out. You know, I, I was thinking, you know, the people that are verbal linguistic uh, intelligence, they they probably are better at talking things out. And there's people that are spatial that, you know, they they're maybe better at expressing things in another way, right? Yeah, I think uh, you know. Um, there's something else really in play here too that I, that I probably have not mentioned. And, and that is, um, you know, cause we, we do a couple of different things. We do, of course, we do the art music therapy. We also involve uh, plant therapy where we have like planting and that sort of thing. And, and I think one of the things that we're, that, that I'm not saying, or that I haven't said yet is that I, I think there's something to the idea that people get an opportunity to reinvent themselves. And, you know, it's like, I'm no longer Jimmy, the addict. I'm, I'm Jimmy, the artist. I'm, uh, I'm Jenny, the, the, the gardener, you know, I know how to take care of plants and I can, I can, I can help, uh, life, uh, propagate on. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that I'd say we're, we're in the business of, I mean, we, our, our, our goals are one is to, is to get people off of all mind altering substances and to live free abstinent of, of, of those. And two, um, you know, we want them to have a, uh, a quality relationship with themselves and others. And one of the things that, 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 you know, I know you talked about having courage and purpose and that's part of Braveheart's mission and, and, and identity. And, you know, when you talk about courage, um, you're talking about, you, you're, you're asking someone to live with, you know, for, for us, it, it sort of means that you're asking someone to live with, with truth and authenticity. And there's, it takes a lot of courage to live your truth and authenticity. If you say, I want to go do this, and then you don't do it, you're kind of stuck in your, in, in like a lie of your life, right? You really haven't taken that step. You're not living your truth. And so, you know, and there's all kinds of things that happen uh, with, with trauma and addiction and that sort of thing where people become closed off. They begin to protect themselves and they're not open to walking that path and living their truth. And one of the things I got to witness with Ben is how he's able to allow someone to draw, as he mentioned in the last segment, and then he kind of celebrates or kind of like expands on what they've done. So he, he says, show me that painting and, he's, and they show it and they say, oh yes, I see this. And what does, that, what does that mean to you? And he has a conversation about it and it begins to, to open them up in a way that allows them to live 
their truth and authenticity. And they live it just in the painting that's in front of them or the piece of art that's in front of them. And it sort of encourages them to take that additional step forward and, and it's celebrate. Because the first time they show their painting, what do they do? They go, oh, it's terrible. Don't look at it. It's, oh, oh, I don't even know if I want to show it. Uh, but Ben says, no, 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 show it to me. Show it to me. I want to see. And he, and he, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I see. And he starts to pick out all these like nuances in their, in their artwork. And it allows them a chance to, to live the truth of that painting and redefine themselves of what they've thought and been closed up and open them up. And, and, and there's something you mentioned, Ben, about creative energy. And there's something that happens in the brain when someone starts to engage in their creative energy. I, I want you to kind of dive in that a little bit further. Cause I want, I, you know, I, I know you have a lot more to say about that. And I, I, I just kind of want you to take it from there and, 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 uh, and, and let the listeners hear what, what, what you mean by creative energy and what do you feel when you're in creative energy and what do you feel when you see others in their creative energy? Wow. Well, thank you for that once again. And uh, I believe that it starts by asking a good question. And that could be a question for ourselves uh, to really look at honestly. That could be a question that we ask another. And when the question is there with the curiosity of to listen to the answer and, and your body language is demonstrating that you are here. And there's no other place that you want to be that when you're here, then the answer almost emerges right out of the question itself. And what is that question? Okay. Who am I? You talked about Rob, um, that people get to redefine themselves. That is so powerful. So on a piece of paper, we can choose in that moment what that conversation is going to look at, look like. And as, you know, our artistic vocabulary expands or our musical vocabulary, then of course, then it's more in line with what we see inside on the outside. But nevertheless, you're creating something. You're choosing to like utilize your bodily kinesthetics and you are touching a pen or a paintbrush to paper or canvas and, and you are in this relationship, you are making a choice and that is empowerment. And so if we look at how we redefine ourselves, the choice that we make in every moment is redefining ourselves. And, you know, I, I realized looking in a reflection, in a parallel, like these days, you don't refer to people rescued from sex slavery as former sex slaves because you're putting them in a box with that label. You say survivors of sex slavery, because who do they choose to be now? Who do they define themselves as now? And so as we're journeying into this rediscovery, or let's say new discovery uh, of ourselves based on the choices that we're making, in that sense of creative power, we are creatively exploring options. We, our imagination is expanding in that moment to the possibilities. And therefore, we're not confined. In that moment, you feel your whole body language opening up with your psyche, with your, with your heart feeling safe, that in this moment, you cannot do wrong. In this moment, there is no, uh, this is amazing, this is horrible. It's all just expression and every soul has something valid to express. So when we look at Dr. Gardner's theory in 1983 from Harvard of the seven different forms of uh, intelligence, and then in 84, he added the natural intelligence being eight. Mm -hmm. uh, and obviously, you know, in the East, them having a lots of evidence for hundreds of years prior of, you know, this, this reality that there's so many different forms of intelligence. Well, with Dr. Rob and with the base camps, uh, basically protocol with the outline, with the blueprint, then there's so many different avenues to access that creative spirit inside of ourselves. And uh, so here is uh, actually a book that I have with me. It's called Flow. And this book uh, recommended by one of the co-founders of Free the Slaves, nonprofit and Voices for Freedom. Peggy Callahan, a very dear friend, 
Yeah, she recommended this book because she said, as long as I've known you, this is actually how you live your life. But this is actually a way that they quantitatively are able to measure what flow is. So flow, the psychology of optimal experience and being in that state of optimal experience and you're in the flow in line with your highest calling in your purpose then the power to create, to manifest is at our fingertips. You find that it's true that um, the, the, the power to create, the power to manifest is, um, is something that, that we do whether we are conscious of our actions or not. That, that seems to me that that's, um, that's part. I love the way you connect authenticity and flow and purpose, Benjamin. Um, uh, Rob, you mentioned, I think courage is not, uh, I made a note here, courage is not the absence of fear, it's the conquest of fear. Uh, that was something I had on my, on my desk for years, little note. Uh, I attributed it to John Putnam, who was a, 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 a Army Air Force pilot in World War II. Um, and um, courage, not the absence of fear, it's the conquest of fear. Fearlessness being something different, fearlessness uh, being a sense that there is nothing to fear, um, what uh, what uh, uh, some cultures might call abre, um, and uh, the uh, that uh, and fearlessness is different from recklessness. Uh, where in our society it seems like recklessness and fearlessness tend to be equated, uh, but the you know hold my beer, watch this, uh, nothing ever good <laughs> happened from that. Um, uh, that's 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 recklessness. Um, that's like the comparison between my twenties and thirties. <laughs> <laughs> I meant you know I, meant, I mentioned we had uh, we had we had a, a you know during the break we were talking with uh, talking with uh, Rob and Benjamin about uh, we have enough content for an entire month of shows here. Um, and you, you, when we were dealing with the Brave Hearts for Kids, the the uh, pediatric cancer charity that I work with. Um, the kids don't want to be the kids that are well, they don't want to be referred to as the cancer kids. They're not cancer kids anymore. They're well. So that's, that's something that the way we define ourselves is, is so critical to, uh, to how all this works. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've run up against the next break, but uh, we will be back and I'll give you two the last words on this. Uh, stick with us on Bravehearts radio. We will be back on the other side of 60 seconds. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome, Bravehearts. Uh, you're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. Um, 
you know, I, I know Benjamin referred to Peru here, so I just have to you know remind everyone that we are going to Peru. Uh, the, the first of the Bravehearts adventures will be taking place uh, at uh, Pizac, uh, uh, Daniel Gutierrez's uh, retreat center called Catalina, named after his mom. And uh, that is March 13th through the 19th of 2022. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, we will have more information for, about that. And you can always find that at braveheartsadventures.org. Uh, really hoping that uh, Benjamin and Rob are able to join me at that uh, uh, that uh, uh, retreat um, in, in, the, uh, in the Andes. Um, we'll see, you know, won't, won't ask you for the commitment online here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob, uh, you know, we're winding down here, final thoughts today. No, I just, I think, uh, you know, Benjamin definitely, he, he hit, hit the nail on the head talking, you know, he talked about being in the moment, that creative moment and being free from judgment. And I think for our patients, that's really powerful. Um, because, they feel so much guilt and shame. I mean, I can't even tell you how intertwined guilt and shame is into the disease of addiction. And so to, to kind of, to, and, and then it makes them closed off. So that getting in that creative space is an opening that is we, we've witnessed to be extremely powerful. And the, the, uh, uh, even since we're probably, I don't know, Ben, when was it that you guys left? Probably been 10 days now. And I still run into patients, even yesterday, talking to patients, still talk about the goodness tour event and the read, you know, that, that whole thing, that whole movement. And, um, and they have a different posture and they're open. And so I'm hoping that that's sustainable. And we're going to continue to test that. We're going to check three months, six months. We'll do, we'll do uh, surveying at one year and just see what is the long-term effect because there, there really may be something here uh, that should be incorporated uh, across the board and um, in, in addiction treatment. It, it, it could be a really powerful vehicle uh, to help uh, get people in, get people into recovery and, 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 and help them stay there. Yeah, that's very, very beautifully said. Uh, I feel like the things that are touched on today uh, is really just about the spark is reawakened or reignited in in the souls in the hearts of brave hearts of heroes of people that are taking their lives into their hands again with the help of a really incredible community a safe location and a place like base camp where they can actually feel safe to rediscover and redefine themselves in the moments where they say i'm going to bring my power back from the substance that I've handed it over. I've handed my power, my life source, my vitality over to the substance so it can do what it wants with me because I don't have the strength or the courage at that moment to, uh, to make my own decisions based on the trauma that's leaning, looming over the top of me. So I'm just going to give it away. But in the moment that they're claiming it back, they're claiming back their power saying, no, I want the power to take and uh, to make a choice to redefine myself. I feel like uh, Basecamp is doing such an amazing job. You know, Braveheart is such a, a great platform where people can be inspired and inspire each other. And uh, and this is uh, this is also what the Goodness Tour Music and Art for People Facing Adversity stands for. And the Reed Foundation that serves as as many as possible that are in need, you know, and so it really is a symbiotic super organism of like communities, people, individuals, and creativity and science all merging together, working for a common goal of the betterment of human quality of life. Well said. Well said, yeah, Benjamin. Love um, it. And you know, I've got um, I got Ches Libby and. Uh, uh, and, and Amy and uh, Shia, um, I've got uh, Rex and Sharon and Luke uh, all scheduled to be on the show in the coming weeks. Uh, so um, really, really looking forward to continuing this conversation and I think expanding it. Um, just to leave you with, with, with my final thought on it, uh, one of my mentors is uh, Dr. Albert Schweitzer. Um, 
and I quote, I, I quote him a lot. One of the things that you reminded me of just now is the idea that um, he said, at some point in our life, our light goes out. That light is, is brought back, uh, is set ablaze once again by a spark from a single encounter with another human being. And I think that uh, what you're doing is, is you're, you're making that possible, Rob. You're making it possible for, for people that need to be reignited to, um, um, to, to have that spark happen. And, and Benjamin, uh, my friend, you are a fire starter, if, that, uh, if, that's a, if that's a good thing in that context. Depends well, on if we're talking about Stephen King or not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could you so, leave us with a final quote to about the genuine? Absolutely. Um, and this uh, this goes back to the idea that um, uh, when when you're talking about success is where 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 things overlap. Um, one of my favorite quotes, and I, I, I say it's going to be a quote on the back of my book when I, when I finally get that out, you know, um, the, the book is actually called Permission to Have a Great Life. And, uh, it, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's about the, um, uh, the time that I went through um, uh, taking back uh, my life from, uh, from, the, from, the, from the down, down times that I was um, – that I was facing it uh, 12 years ago or so. Uh, but there's a quote, it's um, all of us spend our entire lives waiting and listening for the voice of the genuine within us. It is the only true guide you will ever have. And if you cannot hear it, you will all your life spend your days at the ends of strings that someone else pulls. And uh, I, wow. I think that the, uh, you know, the, the, um, the someone else, the something else pulling those strings is, is, what, uh, is what you fellows uh, uh, are, are really making a, a difference at, uh, at addressing. And I, I, I applaud you for that. Uh, I know we'll be back together again. I know we'll, uh, we'll connect again. I want to thank the Bravehearts for joining us this week. Uh, I've had as my guests, uh, Benjamin Suarez from the, uh, goodness tour, uh, goodness tour.org. Uh, if you want to check that out, uh, always, uh, an opportunity to, um, uh, to help, uh, help be involved. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's giving week and, uh, and Rob Gressel from, uh, the, uh, base camp recovery center in Columbus, Ohio. Thank you for being with us today. Um, Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having us on. And, Thank uh, you so much, Brian. It's a, it's an honor and a treat. It's, it's my, it's, it's my pleasure. And I mean that. So uh, uh, until next time, be well and stay well. Thanks guys. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 